Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick. And with me today, we have Nick Squared. How you doing, Nick Gervais? I'm good, how you doing, bud? We got Nick Gervais, I'm doing great. We got Nick Gervais, owner of My Monthly Cigars and Fucking Good Coffee, and it is time to once again find out what is in the box. I don't have Jeff to bounce this off of, so I'm just So gonna, am I supposed to say uh, what's in the box? I mean, you, you should theoretically know what's in the box, but I'm going to find out what's in the box. Show you with the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? Okay, so we have the My Monthly Cigars box for June. Now, I know we're a little late, but, you know, um, yeah, the cal- right. calendar is what the calendar is, and... You know, it just oh, kinda... the whole Friday Friday show well, crap you guys are pulling. You know that, that that's what it is. Not to mention the but fact hey, it's all right. Not to mention the fact that uh, you know with uh, with with um, June starting on what was June first a Friday? I feel like June first was a Friday. Um, you know what? I don't even know what today's I believe, date is, I believe, to be honest. I believe June 1st was a Friday. And so because June 1st was a Friday, um, maybe it wasn't a Friday. Maybe I don't know. It was a Wednesday. Um, the point is, it started kind of later in the week. And so by the time you got yeah. the box out and everything, it's just like, you know, it just kind of happened this way. It's what it is. Well, the boxes, yeah, boxes don't, I mean, they get shipped first week. Um, yeah. You know, it's usually the first three days yeah. of the month, three or four days. So, yeah, I think actually this one went out on the fourth. So, okay. um, we were waiting on one, one little thing to add to it. So, but yeah, so uh, it went out and no big deal. I just no. like giving you crap. It's easy. Well, and you know, my, uh, my, uh, bout with, uh, the plague didn't necessarily help anything either, but you know, whatever. Oh, was that, is that what all that was? I, I have no idea. It, no clue. It, yeah, it was. <laughs> I did not have the monkey pox. For those people wondering, no. I did not get the monkeypox from you know like a female friend or anything like that. It was it was not the monkeypox. So. Is, 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 is that how you get monkeypox? Apparently so. Apparently monkeypox is like a freaking okay. STD. That's what I've that's what <laughs> I've right. gathered. I don't know if it's accurate or not. I am not a medical professional. Ooh. I'm a fat guy sitting in a Batman T-shirt, sweltering underneath his carport, about to have a cigar. But I'm not a medical professional. But I like saying monkeypox. Well, yeah. Well, keep saying it as long as you want. Your there you show. go. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So we're going to crack open the box here. And we have the Bovida pack with all of the fun goodies oh, inside. In and we have the card. A couple of other cards promoting the My Monthly Cigars and the fucking good coffee. And then we also have this nifty little My Monthly Cigars fucking good coffee poker chip. Yeah, that's what we were waiting on. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that like was a lot. That is, you neat. know, I, and someone asked me, "What do you do with one poker chip?" <laughs> it's like people use it for anything. You use a cigar rest. You can use it as a ball marker on the golf course. Yeah, you could just have it there. Use it in pictures. I don't care. I thought they were pretty cool. No, that's pretty cool. Now the real question is: Did you get yourself up a set made so that you could play poker with them? No, I did not. Well, that's, uh, that's, I didn't make. I didn't make enough. That was stupid. That you know? that that sounds like a like a poor life choice. I got. T- 
Should have, yeah. You know, you should have should have gotten some different colors made up. You know, had yourself a full yeah. set. You could have yeah. done it right. You know, poker night yep. makes sense. My life is so. uh, my life is useless now. So, you know. <laughs> poor life choice. Poor life choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, if that's a poor life choice, then geez, I don't know what I've done. I mean, you're sitting here talking to me. <laughs> right now uh, so, you're, you you're not exactly me. racking up good life choices <laughs> anyway yeah. well let's well let's move on to see what choices i was gonna say we'll see what choice we have in the box so okay i have cracked open the little bag but realistically um realistically well now wait a minute what is that there are no cigars in there no there is indeed cigars in there oh okay but I'm seeing. Oh, it was the Bovita pack. I was like, "Is there a fifth cigar in there that's not on the car?" But no, it was the Bovita pack. Never mind. No, got, another not, another poor life choice. Apparently, I got, part, right? I got real excited. Well, I figured that with this being the you know four year anniversary MMC box, I figured mm-hmm. maybe there would be a bonus cigar. But you know, whatever. Greedy son of a bitch. I'm not being wow. greedy. I saw it, that's and I, it no, I I just saw it. I just made an assumption. It was a Poor assumption. I made NAS out of well, I made NAS out of me. Not so much you. Anyway. Times, yeah. All right. So we have we have the card. And uh first up, we have this would make Jeff happy. We have a leaf by Oscar. We have the leaf by mm-hmm. Oscar Corojo. It's a six by fifty two Toro with a Corojo wrapper, Hunter and Binder, and Hunter and Feel- Filler. Feeler. Feeler. Feel Fueler. Feel anyway. Um, Feeler. Oh God, I do, dude. I I like the Leaf by Oscar Corojo. I've had that one before, and it's a good. Yeah, cigar. you guys, you guys it was funny because you guys were yapping about it on one show, one episode when I, I think it was time I was packing the boxes and like every time you guys mention a cigar, like that's like the third <laughs> time you've done that. And I'm like, all right, well, let's whatever. But I think you did the Connecticut. I yeah, don't think it was the Corojo. Jeff, he recently had a Leaf by Oscar Connecticut. I actually haven't had a leaf by Oscar in quite a while, so I'm looking forward to that. But, yeah. You know, he had the Connecticut recently, and for whatever reason, so it's one of those things that because it's wrapped in this tobacco leaf, you know, as the instead mm-hmm. of cellophane, it's very easy to accidentally grab the wrong size cigar because, you know, when they're all sitting in the box on the shelf, they all kind of look a little similar. And yeah. so he uh, he was lamenting to me that he accidentally grabbed the uh, the six by sixty of the Connecticut, and he was uh, it was a little little larger than what he would have preferred. For I'm being sure it was for being a man of size, Jeff prefers a little bit more petite cigars. Likes his those pointy little dainty things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah we won't go any further. <laughs> so okay, next up we have the Rocky Patel. Decade is a 5x50 Robusto featuring a Sumatra wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, and Honduran filler, and it was rated from Cigar Aficionado at a 95. That's like your favorite cigar. cigar, Yeah, yeah, I love it. I I finally got a chance to put it in the box. It's uh, I could smoke it nonstop. I always have some on hand. It's For some reason, I, I just grew attached to it right away. I don't know what it was. I like I like the the wrapper on this big time. I think it, it adds a lot to it. Um, it's probably it's not probably it's definitely Rocky's best in, in my opinion. Very cool. And then next up we have the Victor Sinclair Series Fifty 
uh, that would not be that one. That would be this one. Siri 55 White Label Connecticut is a 5x50 Robusto with a Cameroon wrapper, Mexican binder, and Nicaraguan filler. And, the, I mean, have you had this? I haven't had this. Yep. Yeah, okay. you know, I've had all these. Uh, oh, yeah, the well, Mexican yeah, that's binder true. in this. <laughs> the Mexican binder in this actually gives that, I think it gives it uh, the Connecticut aspect of it a little bit more uh, flavor profile than a, than a regular Connecticut. So, so that's, I mean, solid. It's, it's not really, it's not that like plain Jane, bitter Connecticut that you, you know, kind of minimal flavors, minimal taste. It's, it's actually got something to it, which so, is nice. So I'm going to ask you a question and I'm kind of sure. putting, putting you on the spot here. Oh boy. And, and I don't mean to be that guy that's like correcting you or calling you out for you a are. potential mistake. What, we got another typo. Well, you have listed here that the wrapper is Cameroon, but it's a Connecticut. It's a Connecticut, and then it, that's what the manufacturer has. It's a Cameroon wrapper. So wait, so got it's, a little sweetness to it. I don't have my phone on me to look it up for I'm you, just, but that's can, uh, I'm, no. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just okay. Right. You know what? We're yeah. gonna go with it. It the label says <laughs> Connecticut. The, 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 I mean, whatever. I'm gonna go with it. It's sure. a Connecticut Cameroon. So anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Last well, I have to figure it out. That's good. You did put me on the spot to be honest, because I, I remember looking at that myself and wondering why would they list that as a manufacturer. So well, I mean, because we'll, uh, I mean, we'll I'm look not, into it. Not trying to be ignorant, but those are different tobaccos. Huh. No, so. but you. Were. You are, you know, you are. So, that's okay. I mean, I, I guess I am. So. <laughs> <sighs> what a dick. Anyway, so the last uh, one is the uh, Carlos Tirano Exodus Gold 1959. It is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, Brazilian binder, Nicaraguan, Dominican, and Panamanian filler. And, boy, buddy, I mean, I guess that's, oh, God. What now? Well, what I'm is just, this? Why did I even I'm just, bother? Well, I'm just saying, you here? said it's a 5x50 Robusto. I have two other 5x50 Robustos here, and this Tarano is like, I mean, this is like a 5x50 that knows somebody. It's got a little extra going on there. So I'm just, I'm just, I'm not that I'm like picking on you, you say here. it's longer? Are yeah, it's, longer? it's a little longer. You know. I'm not picking on you here. I'm just trying to like... You know, I'm doing a little quality control for you. That's all. We should have fucking done it. Weeks ago. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, shit. Well, you know, you know what? I'll look back. You know what? I'll, I'll post a retraction. Is that what you journalists call it? A, retra- a retraction? I mean, I guess. If it's wrong, I will double check. I don't, uh, but, I don't really particularly you know, I go by I'm just having fun. Unless buzz- they sent me the wrong size, and I literally did not check. You're right. It's a little bit longer, but unless I didn't check, um, yeah. That's fine. I got you. I'm just kind of having it, fun. It's longer for sure. I'm having fun by your balls. Fun. Oh, this is brutal. <laughs> oh, this is brutal. I'm not going to have fun tonight. Are you going to pick a fucking cigar or what? Uh, I, wait, wait, do you have a preference? Well, you want, you really, you were looking forward to that Oscar, so maybe we shouldn't do well, that. I mean, no, I mean, whatever. <laughs> no, I said maybe we shouldn't. So. Oh, okay. No, can, I don't care. Do let's, what... let's do the Oscar. Let's do the Oscar. Okay. All right. We're going to do the Oscar then. Well, then I will put the uh, other cigars back. You want to double check all the stats on that one first? No, that one I think I was DNA good. and everything. Pretty sure yes, that one's okay, good. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that one's so let's good. Let's do that one. Yeah, that, one sure. that one. That one's pretty solid. Your notes on that one are pretty solid. I don't really have any <sighs> anything with the Rocky Patel either. I mean, that one. That one seems pretty solid. It's it's. I just have questions about the Victor Sinclair and the Carlos Tranio. But you know, hey, whatever. I mean, well, 
It's your box. I would look it up. I would, yeah, it is my box. And, and you know what? Maybe I don't want you in it, you know? Well, like, I'm just so. saying, like, I would assume you were very familiar with whatever sticks you're putting in your wonder, box, you wonder. know? I mean, just and I can't imagine you on these dating apps. Jesus Christ, how lucky you are. I mean, you know, you just, you know I mean, honey, your profile says uh, hey, this. But, the uh, last <laughs> thing in the world you want to do is show up and, like, you know, get catfished. So, what do you thing. say? <laughs> Am I putting you on the spot now? I mean, I'm ba- I'm I'm very honest about you know yeah. things. So six five two nine two nineteen. Yeah, I'm definitely not saying gym that. Rat. I'm definitely not saying that. <laughs> One look at me. You don't you know, love the gym. Well, yeah, swipe the other way. I mean, yeah, exactly. It's like no, 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 no. The only time I see the gym is when I'm on my way to the wing place next door. Um, <laughs> anyway. that, it's funny. There's a gym in uh, my town, too, that it literally is next to a place called Wings. And we always joke because it's Wings with a Z, so it's got to be really cool. Oh, yeah, you know, exactly. Ends with a Z. Yeah. Well, Wings. see, here here in southern Illinois, you see a lot of, um, a lot of country marts that start mm-hmm. with K. Uh, yeah i don't know yeah. it's one of those things i actually just saw mm. another one that was being built um right now it hasn't even opened yet and it's okay. uh, a country mart but it starts with k instead of a c do you have like makes me feel uncomfortable an, <laughs> do you have an enormously like a gross amount of no <laughs> just slow down uh, i'm like wait a minute now that's um, that's what i'm advertising on the dating side <laughs> yeah i'm sure you are gross amount of enormous uh do you have a lot of uh useless like car parts places like uh, auto auto zones oh yeah mattress places and the o'reilly's and everything that. well dude the mattress they places them as... the mattress places uh, remember that was the whole conspiracy there where there was like you know, like what was it? It was like a drug money laundering thing, or oh, like I, I never heard that, or oh, like wow. a child, like you know, or sex trafficking. Whoa. I thought I thought it was like money laundering or something like that that they were doing with that, but uh, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. Yes, but if you happen to look up one of the more prominent, uh, firmly ensconced mattress, uh, you know, chains. Uh-huh. They have a multitude of locations in very like packed uh-huh. packed together areas to mm-hmm. which you have to ask, why do the people of this city need so many mattresses? Mm-hmm. You know? Well, listen, you know, I'm gonna defer to you on this because I know you know a lot about mattresses. Um, you know, used and new, so so I'll let you uh, be the expert on it. I don't don't know too much about mattresses, but Mm. I will say, you know, my bed does continue to shake at night, and not because of the happy fun times, but because of the ghostly variety that is still ongoing. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, just had, was just woken up last night Um, at some point, um, was laying there, and, uh, you know, all of a sudden I just, you know, I feel that, that the bed vibration and it woke me up and it was, I don't know what it was. I was alone. It wasn't anything, yeah. wasn't anything going on, but I was alone, but yep, something was vibrating my bed and it was not a train rolling by. So I don't know the ghostly, uh, alone. ghostly apparition all by yourself. still shaking the bed. No one was looking. You were thinking of you. 
Okay. Not Green Day. Is that Green Day? I, I wasn't that a. I don't know. You don't know that Easter egg? No. I don't uh, know the that. Green Day. Oh my god! The listeners will know. Maybe I'm dating myself a bit, but it was at the end of. Uh, I think it was the Dookie album. Dookie. And, uh, yeah, it was what an album. God, I haven't and, thought about Dookie. Uh, album. Well, no, that's exactly it. It's like I haven't thought about Dookie and much less an album in quite some time. So. You mean in like a couple hours? <laughs> Since a couple hours ago, well, I haven't thought about do well. Bad joke. Well, what the fuck <laughs> over your head? Holy shit! Let's get on with this cut. All right, yeah, it's time for the official <laughs> cutting, and the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. I uh, was just hanging out over at Riverman the other day doing my newspaper uh, work, and he had the uh, crew in to play uh, poker. He does uh, poker nights over there at Riverman. I think it's either weekly or every other week. I think it may be one of those things where he and another location in St. Louis, they trade back and forth um, every other week. But uh, but he had the whole crew in there playing poker. And um, apparently it's one of those things where even if you don't know how to play, you're welcome to join and they'll teach you. Um, that sounds like a surefire way of losing your money to me. But, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm sure they're... Nice enough guys, they'll teach you. They'll take your money, but they'll teach you. And, uh, you know, it's a fun time. They've been at it over there at Riverman for, I think Dan told me, 12 years. And they have like a, a plaque with the annual winners listed on the, on the you know, plaque and everything. So, I mean, you know, it's nice for lounges to have these kind of uh, regular events like that. You know, you have... You know, during football season, maybe you have Sunday football at the at the lounge. Um, maybe you have specific nights where you're doing um, maybe some liquor tastings or something like that. But Tuesdays at Riverman, it's poker time. And you can go over there. You can get some great cigars. He's got all kinds of good stuff rolling in. And he is going to PCA in Vegas in a couple of weeks, and there will be plenty of good stuff rolling in after he gets back from PCA. So if you're in the St. Louis area, you're going to want to swing by Riverman and see what he brings back from Vegas. And if you're not in the St. Louis area, you're going to want to give him a call and see what he brings back from Vegas. And it won't be, I mean, (laughs) I was about to make a joke, but it would be kind of inappropriate in the middle of Dan's ad. So I'm just going to let it go. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Give Dan a call, Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and uh, cut the cigar. I was going to make my typical, like, you know, what happens yeah, in Vegas. Yeah, I know where you're, know where you're going there. Stays in yep. Vegas, except for her. We all knew. We yeah. all Jeez. That shit will well, follow you home. Did I ever? Anyway. You know, I don't know if I ever tell you this story about. So uh, I met my wife in Vegas years uh, and years ago, I, almost 20 years ago. I okay. think I might have told you, I, you, you this story. I think you told me. Yeah. So what's funny about like the whole oh God? So I'm pretty sure nobody listens, but <laughs> the there was one girl out of that group that actually came home uh, with something. No, Vegas. It's, and it's what you said. That shit does so follow she, you home. Yeah. So it's uh, so I ended up uh, years later with a wife, and uh, that poor girl ended up with uh, something else. <laughs> We are talking Not about my wife. Yeah, we, I would say we are talking right. about two different women, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my wife. Okay, 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 okay. Too. Okay. She ended up on me. I mean, well, no, I just I, no, no, no. I just <laughs> want to make sure that because there was some confusion, and I just want to make sure that we are talking about two different women here. Yes. So, okay. Uh, All right. I'm just for, for for if you want to check medical records, my wife's clean. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. 
All right. Which well, it's great. It is good. <laughs> well, we're going to light our cigar today oh with the uh, Vertigo by Lotus. This is the Cyclone. It's a dual action. I have that same lighter. Uh, see? I have that same you lighter know? going on right here. And uh, dual action. It's got a flip top triple jet. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just doing an homage there. I That's mean, all. You know, now who's ripping off the cigar authority, Mr. Jonathan? (laughs) Anyway. Well, I'll I'll tell you after. I had actually a quick conversation with someone today. I I wanted to pull something on you today to the show, but you couldn't work, and and they didn't really think they wanted to do it. So I'll tell you after. uh, I thought it would have been funny. All right. But, hey, the best jokes are the ones that you can't tell, right? I guess so. (laughs) <laughs> At least not in uh, mixed company. Um, no, so on no. the cold draw. Oh fuck! I, didn't do that. <laughs> I knew he didn't do that. God damn! I was too busy promoting uh, the lighter. <laughs> promoting Shit. a whole different show. Um, mm-hmm. The slight raisiny sweetness to the uh, cold draw, as well as uh, hmm. Take your word for it. As well as a little bit of earthiness. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead and light it up now because. Uh, I so I, you know, kind of want to with earthiness, right? Like, yeah. So, so, so that's something I think we talk about it a lot. Like, what do you get? You get like dirt, soil, grass. Like, Ish. what do you get? I mean, by it's kind of like, yeah. It. I mean, not that I'm like sitting around eating dirt, but you know, because mm-hmm. mm. I just I, that's something I, I you hear it all the time, and I, I feel like people have different uh, interpretations of what they're getting when they say earthy some think it's you know a crunch uh, sort of a crunchy like a, gr- a grainy type feel um, no i yeah for me something it's, it's grass hey it's it's hard to explain it's one of those flavors where the flavor on the tongue isn't what's processing it's you know how they say that you know when you're when you're sm- when you're eating, smell is so vital because mm-hmm. you know you're processing so much for, of the of the taste through your olfactory senses and everything. It's one of those things where, like, as I'm tasting "quote unquote" earthy, I'm smelling like a dirt kind of smell, and so because of that, it kind of processes as earthy. If that makes and any I, sense, and I think no, it does because I think that I I think that's what we're actually doing more of is smelling when you do that cold draw rather than quote unquote tasting. Yes, well, you can taste some of the flavors, but again, going yeah. back to what I've always said is I don't taste things I've never really eaten. So if, for me, if I taste, if I want, if I think of earth, that's what I think of the smelling well, of like fresh grass or, or garden or something like that. I don't taste it, but I smell it, but we incorporate it as the taste. It's like leathery. You you know I've never sat right. and just chewed on a belt, but you know I I mm. can but I've smelled you know fresh leather and everything into where it's like I can say like okay this has kind of got a leathery you know note mm-hmm. to it and everything yeah yep. sure sure I mean I don't That's know cool. there might be some people out there listening that have you know tasted leather I mean yeah I'm sure I mean you got to bite down on something I'm sometimes saying, and you're. Yeah, it's a, that's another show. But yeah, no, look. Hey, whatever they're into. I mean, that's their, <laughs> their business, not mine. And that's you what <laughs> part of what's awesome about cigars is is the diversity of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
different. I mean, you might get different flavors from this than I would. Um, different smells, different tastes, because your senses are different, and and that's the case with everybody. So you get what you get, and uh, what was it? It's subjective. I always mix those two up. Yes, subjective is what you feel. Yes, and objective is actual, right? Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So the more you know, the more you know. Um, Can we put a shooting star going across the street? I would like to, but I don't have that. <laughs> little graphic but it'd be pretty fun oh. um well, so step it up then i yeah i'm i'm <laughs> i'm really, really hey, how come you're not it? trying any any kind of new uh program with me tonight this is odd what do you mean i don't know you're not gonna use me as some sort of guinea pig tonight for any any kind of oh, uh, video God, program no, that that freaking no, okay. stream yard thing it just uh you know <laughs> god that just did not work for shit and yeah. um i tried it with you the one time and then uh, I tried having Garofalo on um, with it, and uh, it was just an abysmal shit show. And so yeah. that's when I switched back to Zoom. I am still looking for a different alternative, um, but uh, for right now, Zoom is just you know where I'm at with it because it was just, Streamyard was. I don't know if it was just yeah. my equipment that it didn't. It didn't like work well with my board my soundboard something was something or was going what? it was always like a rattle or something yeah. it, was, it was odd and like yeah. i had everything the settings were all jacked to hell and uh, mm-hmm. i mean it said that it would work through an ipad which that's the only thing that i can figure is that i kept trying to use it through my ipad and not like my laptop <clears throat> and mm-hmm. maybe it would work better through an actual computer um because probably, I mean, there's plenty of shows that use it, and they seem to do really well with it. So I'm not saying right. that the product itself is bad, but there was some sort of you know hiccup in my setup that it did not work for shit, and so I had to move on. Mm. But anyway, oh, wow. so oh, well. I know whatever. Well, well, thanks for not uh, trying something new on me today. Appreciate no, it. No, we're, we're just going to stick with good old Zoom, you know. Now, <laughs> I, the one thing I do wish is that I could get um, side-by-side recording on my iPad. I can apparently do it with my computer, but the mm-hmm. but using the Zoom app on my iPad to do this, it, it doesn't allow me to do the um, side-by-side recording. So that's why it, like... If you're watching on YouTube, folks, it, it bounces back and forth depending upon who's talking. And for the life of me, I don't know how to fix that on the iPad, but such. That was going to be my question. Is that is that what's showing up? Because for us right now, it's just normal. Well, yeah. Like exactly. straight. Yeah. So I guess for everybody else at home, it's bouncing back and forth between who's talking. So gotcha. So I guess the uh, the big question is, where's Jeff? Um, Jeff, last I knew, he had... Well, that just went a little field mouse. Um, Anyway, um, I saw this little thing go running across my driveway, and it dawned on me I've got a field mouse that lives in the big bush behind me and then in the bushes in front of my place. And every once in a while, he goes darting by. Um, Sorry, that distracted me. Jeff had uh, a lot of work today. He, um, I know he had his deliveries earlier today. Normally, he would be good to meet up at this time of night. Um, But uh, he had... What did he had? He had his 4-H group down there. Um, they do a journalism camp, 
And I think he's like judging the entries or whatever tonight. And then I thought he told me he had, oh, he's got some pageant he's taking pictures at too. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, camp camp counselor Gator at a pageant. I, That's right? what I heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, and that goes back to one of the calls from Ask the Boys about whether or not he could be around kids. But evidently, <laughs> uh, evidently, the people down there allow him around kids. So you know, there you go. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of that, I mean, it sounds like, uh, or it looked like everybody stepped up. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch of calls. Got some real co- good calls for, uh, for Ask the Boys this week, and the uh, for those of you who are uh, wanting to take part in the voting. The poll for this week's uh, Ask the Boys calls is still active on the uh, Pulpit Parishioners page on Facebook. You're going to want to get into the group and and vote because I am going to stop the voting, I think, end of day Saturday for this week. And, uh, you know, we got that going on. But then uh, next week, there'll be a whole new round of voting and a whole well a whole new round of calls and then a whole new round of voting so if you want to get in on the uh, on the contest for those of you who don't know um you guys have been slacking on ask the boys so i threw out a contest that you know we would have like this like kind of championship to see who wins the uh, best call of the month and whoever does gets some uh, fucking good coffee and so you know we're voting on that I kind of yeah, that's cool. No, we'll we'll take care of them. We'll, you get a nice little prize back for that for sure. Just I love that you got. What'd you get? Six calls the other day. That was great. Yeah, we had six calls the other day, and uh, I did like the one comment that uh, if um, Teddy's boy Mason wins and mm-hmm. ends up getting the prize pack, that he has to drink all of the coffee so that Teddy can deal with him like running around the house, just hopped up on caffeine. Yeah. See. Uh, 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 here at Fucking Good Coffee, we're not responsible for, you know, children drinking the coffee that, when they shouldn't, even though there isn't a legal age for it. I think it'd be uh, funny that's as hell. the res- responsibility of the adults. So we would we we would send it to Teddy, and then uh, Teddy can do what he wants with it. So I think, just uh, I don't want any liability for that. No, I'm not saying you'd be liable. I mean, but I would say that know. you know, since Mason is the one What's who his ma- call? made the call, yeah. I mean, by all rights, sure. the coffee should be his to drink. So. You know, I mean, thank God we're not giving away cocaine. That's good. No, <laughs> fucking good cocaine. I don't know what you guys would make that kid do. Poor kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, kid. Sick you know, bastards. You won the contest. Get in the bathroom and do a bow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so come with a razor blade in the mirror. <laughs> oh my God. Just do it on your credit card. You know, it's no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> I told you that story, that right? About how, about, I, about how I was at the hotel. This would have been yes. 2018. Mm-hmm. And I watched the dude do a line of Coke off the back of his debit card. Yep. That was yep. intense. That was intense. Always fun. Always yeah. fun to see that at a hotel. Random guy you just met. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. He uh, he and I, we didn't know each other. He offered me mm-hmm. some, but uh, that, was, that was an adventure I was not interested in going on. So this would be a perfect call-in. Or ask the boys and people to call in and give a backstory of this story that Nick just told. How did he meet this guy? Why was he with this random guy doing coke off a debit card at a hotel <laughs> that he just met? No, because the imaginations <laughs> be of the parishioners are going to go wild here, and we're going to get some really <laughs> fucked up entries. I mean, that's what you want. Oh, that's what you want. I know. How this <laughs> yeah, is going. I Thanks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I love how that took off. That's my that. But everybody's great with that. That's that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Even I have to go ahead and acknowledge it periodically. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's a staple. That's the only reason I don't, I wouldn't get rid of that ad. But if you do another ad, just she, she could do another one. We always got to end it with that. <laughs> Ooh. Well, little, thanks little, for breaking the silence. Sorry. With your gag. Little spice. <laughs> well, I was doing a retro hail. Little spice mm-hmm. on the retro hail there. The actual smoking man, this uh, Leaf by Oscar Corojo, it's uh, it's smoking so smooth. I mean, the draw on this thing is like ridiculous. Yeah, um, but the retro is, is smooth. It's it, not anything. No, it, it's not. It's not harsh at all. It's just that I'm, you know, kind of a wuss with retro hails and. You know, it is what it is. I mean, I said it. I'm admitting it, you know. Sure. You've so, always admitted it. I have always. I, I do admit it. So It's not um, a new thing, yeah. But, uh, you know, that's actually a guy I need to reach out to and see about talking to soon is Oscar. I haven't touched base with Oscar. I saw him last at TPE, and mm-hmm. um, it had been a little while even prior to that. So, you know, I need to touch base with him and see what's going on because um, – you know, I I just I haven't heard much out of him lately, and I just I would like to yeah like to know what's going on. Yeah, I'm wondering if um I'm, I'm sure it'll be a PC, uh, PCA. Oh, a I'm sure weeks. he will be. Yeah, you're are, are you are you? I don't know. You're not going out there, are no, you? Okay, no, I won't be there for that. No, okay. July Vegas. Oh, yeah, I know, right? I don't know. I I I, I don't know how people do it. I, I've been a, in August once. It's, it's a dry heat though. Mm, it's, yeah, hundred degrees is hundred degrees no matter where you are. Right, so it's just brutal. I so know. dry or not, Ugh. well, I'll tell you what. No, I won't go. I was gonna say, <laughs> My, your underwear isn't dry by the end of the day. <laughs> that's for sure. Walking around that. Well, in, so, Ve- in Vegas, that could be for multiple different reasons. Though, so <laughs> anyway, well, in the heat, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, no, I'm not going. But I, I am excited to hear what's coming. That's new. I did see, you know, a couple of press releases come out. I did see a few announcements. Uh, some of the stuff sounds pretty good. Uh, it's a little bit exciting. But again, you know, I'm wondering the whole topic of pricing. You know, now with uh, you know the economy the way it is, definitely and where we are now is it's just people. This is a luxury to hobby. You yeah, know, it's no, an it extra is. hobby for some people, you know, something like you and me where we're daily smokers, you know, it's part of our lives. And to be honest, if I had to stop for financial reasons, I could. Yeah. I'm not going to, I don't have to luckily, but imagine, well, you know, you know, Joe Blow that did, that takes, goes to the lounge like maybe twice a week and that's his only smoking. Now he's done. Yeah. That, that he's done doing that and the lounge is screwed because maybe the lounge, you know, he buys a couple and take home or for whatever the case. I mean, that's going to, you know, that's going to have a domino effect down the road. And I just worry that there's going to be too many overpriced cigars that just aren't going to sell for sure. You know? uh, and what do they do? Lower the production or do they minimize it? Do they throw out the limited edition label to market it? It's just, that's what I'm excited. Not excited. Curious to see what comes of PCA in all of that. Yeah, and well, and and let's be real. If you and I both had to stop because of financial reasons, I'm assuming you're probably sitting on a st- uh, small stockpile of cigars like I am, to where it's going to be quite a while before you're actually out of the game. Whereas, sure. you know, there's some people that maybe they use their local shop as their humidor. And they don't have cigars at home, or maybe only mm-hmm. one or two. And yeah, exactly. If they have to stop, that's the end of it. Um, but even then, even then, someone like you or me that that has that stockpile, 
that still cuts off. It, it still plays that you know a domino in that domino oh, effect. Where totally, we're we're not continuing to purchase. We have stockpiles, right? But we're I'm purchasing nonstop, yeah. whether it's for the club and personal. Exactly. So, but if that stops, sure, I've got the backlog and everything, but that does no good for anybody moving forward. Yeah, exactly. You know? Those are old sales or, you know, yeah, samples and, and I, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I can't, right now, I just, I can't picture somebody walking into a lounge and grabbing a, you know, $18, $20 cigar that they would have bought two years ago. Well, one, of the, one of the ones that I'm looking forward to is um, actually the Aladino Classic. Because the price point mm-hmm. on that is uh, supposed to be really pretty good. Um, I saw some stuff today. It's looking like it's coming in, depending upon the size, uh, maybe right around 10 bucks. And That's still solid. Dude, I mean. It's a little high still, but it's, you know, based on the time we're in. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's solid. Well, anywhere between 8 and $10, depending upon, you know, location and taxes and whatever else. But mm-hmm. I will say that. Um, it was announced uh, late last week that um, Aladino was shipping the Aladino Classic to 30 retailers across the country. Um, and it was going to be like this kind of opening salvo of stores. And, you know, they were going to get it before PCA and they would have it exclusively and all that. I did want to point out Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman is actually one of them. And awesome. the Aladino Classic should be landing. This episode comes out on Friday the 17th. They should have received their allotment of Aladino Classics on Thursday, so yesterday. Awesome. Um, so for those of you who uh, are interested in in the Aladino Classic, um, go ahead and uh, either swing on by or give Dan a call because he should have them. Um, and I know he's super honored to be one of the 30 shops. I mean, that's, that's actually a pretty big deal to be one of only yeah. 30 shops in the country to get it before PCA. So I'd like to, I'd be interested to see what, you know, the total number of shops are out there. That'd be, that'd be something because 30 has got to be a low percentage. From what Dan and I have talked about, we're looking, I, you know, um, and I know Dave Garofalo's talked about it at least once before too. Who's that? Yeah, I know. Right. Um, (laughs) you're looking at, um, about about over 4,000 shops in the the country. So, I mean, if you're talking only 30, they get it. And I know two guys is one. I know that mm-hmm. uh, Dan is one. You know that leaves only twenty eight. Rob getting or no? Do you uh, know the final third? Yeah, I would think so because he's an Aladino. He's an lounge. official lounge. Right? Yeah, I would think. Is it Dan though too? Dan is not an Aladino lounge, but he and he was Hust- just one of the first. He and Husto are super tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, okay, well, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Dan does a lot of good stuff. Like you talked about earlier, the poker tournaments and mm-hmm. stuff, and you know that's that's what lounges need to do. And you know, Dan is. You know, I know he talks about it all the time. He's he's pretty humbled by you know he's only done it for a few years, but yeah, I think he's doing it the right way. He's doing the right things where he's differentiating himself. Well, you know, he's doing different things. And you have to create an experience. It can't just be you know your stop and shop. You know, your swing on in, have mm-hmm. get grab a cigar and go. I mean, it can. Let's be real. Walk in traffic is vital for cigar lounges. You know, I mean, I, weekends they make tons, dude. They, they, I mean, my local lounges, like the guys, they make the most on the weekends by the guys that walk in on Friday after work. Well, that buy fistfuls of cigars yep. for the weekend and leave. They drop three hundred and some bucks, and, and they're good. And realistically, you know, those shops the, or every shop, 
you know, that those those people are the lifeblood, you know. I mean, they're spending mm-hmm. when you really break down the what they're doing, I mean, you know, the guy that's buying the cigar and chilling out in the lounge and everything like that, you know, ultimately he might be costing more money for that shop than the guy coming in and buying the cigars and leaving. But, mm-hmm. you know, what makes the shop more than just a shop, what adds that home environment it is the the camaraderie amongst all the customers. It's the experience that you have. It's the little things like, you know, having poker nights or having, um, you know, your events and, and things like that. It's also, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a place um, that's not too terribly far from me that realistically the only reason I don't go there more frequently is because of their hours. It's uh, the guy who owns it. It's his second gig. And um, so he's only open Wednesday through Sunday and um, Friday and Saturday or Wednesday, Thursday, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. Friday, Saturday, 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. And then Sunday, I think he's like noon to six. And Mm -hmm. um, uh, but he, he has live jazz trio on Friday nights. Every Friday night, there's a live jazz trio. Every Saturday night is karaoke. And then he's got, you know, poker tournaments and things like that. But he does like a, he does a liquor pairing on Wednesdays, I think. You know, you come in and for like 15 bucks, you buy the cigar and you buy it and you get a glass of whatever the, the paired liquor is with it. And you, you know, can try the liquor, uh, the pairing. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. He's got his normal things and then he'll expand out and do, you know, other things at other times. But that's the thing. It, It adds to that environment, you know. Sure. It's a differentiator. I mean, and that's, that's the key. You said it's the experience that people want to come in. They want to go in. I like, you know, if I, I'm a guy who wants to go in there, want to play poker. Sure. I get to sit with the same guys every week. Now you're making new connections. It's networking at the same time. And it's also a sense of comfort. You play with the same guys every week. You know them. It's just like being with your buddies. And that right there is what I think is going to help cigar lounges weather this financial storm is if you're a good mm-hmm. shop and you've done your due diligence over the good times during the boom and you know during the the you know the pre-covid days and when everybody was mm-hmm. you know happy and everything like that if you fostered right. that relationship if you fostered that environment in your shop during that period of time now's the time for you to you know reap the benefits of that of that work because now that everybody's wallets are getting tight um you know, people are going to be, they may have, they may realistically should cut back on maybe some of their cigar uh, smoking and everything, mm-hmm. but they're not going to want to because, you know, it's, it's like, but I got to see the guys. I got to, I got to play poker, sure. you know, tonight and blah, blah, blah. And it, and it becomes harder and harder to split away from that environment if they enjoy it so mm-hmm. much. Well, like what we were talking about, financially like maybe those guys still go in but they maybe they don't get that $12 $14 cigar now yeah. they're getting the $8 cigar which is fine they're still there for the camaraderie the exactly. experience and the lounge is not getting crushed by it you know exactly and you know i mean that's one of those things that i know um dan and other cigar shop owners they you know if they're smart they've cultivated a really good collection of affordable, you know, budget bundle cigars, you know, things mm-hmm. that, you know, you can get on the little uh, cheaper, 
keep your dollar cost mm-hmm. average down and uh you can get some good ones you know in that and so that that helps out too but i don't know anyway sure. but no pca is going to be interesting i i think you're you're hitting on an interesting subject which is you know <laughs> if you've got expensive cigars rolling out at pca man heaven help you this this is not the environment yeah. to be putting out a you know, $15 plus new cigar, you know, I mean, it's not going to be easy. It's just, no. that, that's, I, I just, it's hard to see it, you know, and I, the, I don't see a turnaround not to get political and financial, like all the, you know, get down about this bullshit and everything, but I just don't see an end to it soon. So you're going to see, I mean, you hear it. Listen, you, you mentioned Dave, you hear Dave talking about it Yeah, there, how, how he is overstocked with the volume they do is, it's crazy. I know you haven't well, been there, you know, to shop. And listen, when I was there, they have the back room. It's loaded with stuff, boxes that they can't fit out. Loaded. You can see it from around the corner. It's insane. That's just one shop. Well, and I don't but mean now to, they're over. It's crazy. And I don't mean to be, you know, speculating and, and what mm-hmm. I'm going to, because that's, yeah, you sure. know, what we do here. But uh, don't think for a moment that the hammer and sickle deal. The hammer and sickle, Uh-oh. you know, deal. We're that, going here. I'm going there for a oh, moment. Boy, so don't like, don't right. don't think for a moment that when Dave was approached to buy all the, I, and I don't know this. I'm going to caveat right now. I have not had this discussion <laughs> this with Dave. Is fun. This is this is this is, this is purely this. me reading between the lines. Okay, I have no I have no knowledge whatsoever. But what I will say is when he told me and when he talked about it on the Cigar Authority. When he talks about how, you know, they came to him, approached him about buying all those cigars, you know, I know he had a good relationship with uh, with uh, Hammer and Sickle, the prior owner that passed away, mm-hmm. and then the current ownership and everything. I'm not saying that that didn't play any part whatsoever in it. I think it played a very large part, because I don't necessarily know if Dave would have done this, you know, um, if that hadn't been the case. Brand. But what I will say is don't think for a moment that the warehouse space that was included in that deal wasn't stupid important to him. And it may have been the thing that threw him over, you know, with that deal because he got that warehouse space that the hammer and sickle folks had all their cigars in. Yeah. And he said he'd been looking for real estate, looking for warehouse right. space. So I'm just saying like, I, you know, I you're almost, not, you're not, you're not, no, I'm not, I'm not getting, I thought you were no, 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 I'm not getting, I'm not really getting too controversial. You're just what, repeating what he said, man. Well, no, what I'm saying is I almost wonder if it had less to do with helping out the company and, 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 you know, doing the cigar sales and everything. And I had, I almost wonder if maybe the bulk of it was, Hey, this is an opportunity for me to get some warehouse space and yeah, you know, I'll do the buy one, get two boxes free. Maybe I, you know, at best break even. Maybe I, you know, lose slightly, but I'm still getting this warehouse space that I want. Do you want him back on the show? Yeah. At some point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would stop talking. Okay. I wouldn't keep talking. All right. <laughs> I, you know, no. <laughs> I know you're sp- <laughs> I think it's really, if, if that's the thing, if that's what he was looking for, it was kind of a complicated way to get there, but I think it was ultimately a really good way to get there. Look, things work out sometimes. Yeah. In your fa- in your favor, you know. And sometimes, you know, a nice 
pile of love falls in your lap. <laughs> Take that how you want it. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, like that shit happens, and you know, yeah. And if you you're in Ve- if you're in Vegas and a pile of love falls in your lap, watch it. That might be how you come back. You with better, uh, you better get a tetanus <laughs> shot here, wherever. Um, oh my god! But yeah, like like I said, I mean, look, I, I'm not going to speculate on 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 his business venture mm. or anything like that on that side of it. Exactly. Um, you know, he said he wanted a warehouse. He was looking for it, and the stars aligned. You yeah, know? it works like out probably perfect. one of those things, and it worked out great for him. And um, you know, I'm sure he's got something else else up his sleeve because they said they have other um, cigars left. So, yeah, it's it's great. Listen, there are buyouts all the time. There was a buyout uh, this month that just happened too. Um, I wanted no I, I wanted to bring that up. I was going to say mm-hmm. so in light of the fact that Matt Booth got bought out by. Uh, uh, General Scandinavian, Scandinavian, well, General Cigars. I mean, it's it's no, it's Scandinavian Tobacco Group, but they're the right. owners of General Cigar. And mm-hmm. given the fact that General Cigar is one of the big four that will not be at the PCA trade show, I wonder if you're going to see Room One Hundred One and Matt Booth running around there, or did that just take Room One Hundred One out of the picture for the trade show? I don't know. I mean, listen, they just own the brand now, so what they're going to do with it is. Anybody's guess. I mean, we don't have the details of the deal, but well, know, I'm looking. I'm, sure. I'm looking at a report right now, and it talks yeah. about how Scandinavian Tobacco Group per, uh, acquired the Room 101 cigar brand from Matt Booth. He's going to join the company as the creative director for Scandinavian Tobacco. Um, it's mm-hmm. limited to Room 101's brand cig- brand cigars and cigar accessories. Did not include any of Booth's other Room 101 entities. Um. I don't know exactly what that technically means. Um, this is where they're talking. He's about probably my my guess with that would be some of his other like offshoots of the Room One Hundred One. I think what do they got the? Um, I can't think of it off the top of my head. He might have other aspects of the business that aren't cigar related, or they're they're spinoffs of that, so to speak, and and that's not included in the deal. They want the Room One Hundred One cigars. So. Room 101 Cigars Portfolio. It's going to complement STG's handmade cigar portfolio, including both heritage and boutique brands such as Macanudo, CAO, and the American versions of Cohiba, Partagas, La Gloria, Cubana, and others. Um, It's going to be distributed by Forged Cigar Company, which was launched in January 2021 and distributes La Gloria, Cubana, Diesel, Partagas, and others. Um, Terms of deal not disclosed. Additional details about Booth's role at STG not been clarified. I guess this went down June 10th. Mm-hmm. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think, what has he been, 12, 13 years, something like that, in, in the business and yeah. since he's launched it. And um, he's been paired with, you know, I believe, uh, with CAO Davidoff when that whole thing was together. And, you know, it was like, I, I, good for him. You know, it, businesses does you know deserve payoffs for their hard work and you know he uh he's got his buyout and hey kudos to him and this and interesting to see what happens right here might be what scandinavian did not purchase so apparently in october 21 uh of 2021 booth announced the launch of room 101 canna a new venture into the hemp-derived yeah. cannabinoid market, better known as products sold under names like CBD, Delta 8, and Delta 9. He also launched ventures into uh, leather goods and craft gin. So I'm assuming he got to keep the leather goods, the craft gin, and I'm going to guess Scandinavian Tobacco kept their hands off of the uh, cannabinoid stuff. 
Yeah, I'm sure they don't want to touch it. Yeah. But hey, listen, like I said, you know, from the beginning, it was Room 101. That was the brand. That's what he started. That's what he built. And, you know, that's where he's getting his uh, his payoff. So, yeah. Yeah, like I, mean, I said, kudos to him. I was going to say, good for him. I mean, you know, you can't, can't, uh, can't fault a guy for, you know, doing well and then finally uh, getting his payout, you know. Sure. And I wonder... I don't, again, you know, <laughs> it's the speculation podcast, but I wonder if that's <laughs> why he didn't have a, he didn't have a booth at uh, TP. He was there, but he, didn't he have was a booth. definitely there. He was running around. I all wonder over the place. if, you know, the deal was in the works then. And who knows? I, again, just I don't want to speculate too much. Well, I think that's fair. Put pieces together. No, I think that's fair to say because, I mean, you know, even though, even though this went down June 10th, I think it's fair to, you know, a deal like that doesn't come along in a couple of weeks. You know, that's going to be something that, you know. These are almost a year sometimes. Yeah, I think he knew full well when he was walking around TPE in January that, you know, General was going to be the new home for Room 101. So like Something was up and potentially in the works. So, yeah, you know, why, why kick into the, the profits by getting a booth there and all that. And Precisely. Just run with it. So, yeah. So, no, good for him. Um but yeah, PCA will be interesting to see what uh, what comes out of it. You know, I'm hoping like 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 it's been talked about. I'm hoping to see some you know good budget sticks. I, I don't know how many there will be, and I don't know are people going to go to those or are they just going to are they going to drop down or are they going to just not purchase cigars? I think a smart retailer maybe I don't know. Let's put it this way: if I were a retailer. And I were mm-hmm. looking at the current state of the world, I would probably buy heavy on the more affordable cigars. Would I be against the idea of bringing in a really a, a, a good, a really really good, but high dollar cigar? I'd be really picky about it. Let's put it that way. You know, like I, well, I would, a lot of this stuff too comes down to what do these companies have for minimums? You know, how much shelf mm-hmm, space mm-hmm. do they require? So, you know, if you've got $20 cigar, you know, retail cigar, and they require you to have, you know, the three feet of space and five, you know, Vitolas and, you know, all this crap and spend 10 grand every time you buy, then no, you're not going to buy them. You're going to, but if it sells, you'll buy them. You know, if you know, it's going to sell, like what's this big one that's been uh, coming out forever. the, Padron. Um, oh yeah, the team up between Padron and Fuente. Uh, Fuente, yeah. yeah. So I mean, if that if that happens, people are going to buy it. Yeah, you know, because that's that's. Listen, talk about hype. Oh yeah, that's this is a couple well, of years now. That's two big brands that they could literally, you know, put out anything and people are going to buy it. You know, so sure, but add the hype to it, it makes it even bigger. Huge. Um, but I guess I don't know. I guess my point though would be. If I were a manufacturer, I don't know how much I'd be sticking to. I, part of me says, you know, you almost have to stick to some of those shelf space rules and everything like you're talking about mm-hmm. in order to uh, to guarantee your presence. But, man, you know, if you make it too difficult on the retailer to bring in your product, these are the kind of days and age where retailers are just going to say, mm-hmm. okay, fine, forget you. You know, and suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, your rules – might keep you out of more places than actually get you in more places. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, yeah. you know, Who knows? That, yeah, maybe it changes. Maybe it changes. Maybe the retail, uh, the, the manufacturers, maybe they start changing these, 
you know, requirements a little bit to adjust, you would hope, you know, they, they realize, okay, yeah, you, where, where we used to require four sizes. Okay. You got to get three yeah. and you only need X amount of each one, cut it down a little bit, give them some slack. Cause they know, but the problem with production is, I mean, these guys got to, they got to, they want to send it out because they've yeah. got to make space for new stuff. So these are things that have been grown previously. Oh yeah. Up for years. This. This, they, they didn't just start this in, in March, you know, it's yep. like they started it three, four, Two, five years Exactly. Ago. Exactly. So, so they got to get it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And, and, and retailers are going to be going to have to get creative and, and I keep saying differentiate, but they're going to have to, they're going to have to find ways to do events, uh, you know, maybe that's the way that the, the retailer, uh, sorry, the manufacturers and brand owners, you know, maybe they do a little bit more hustling and, and maybe the faces of the brands show up more. Maybe they're traveling a bit more well, and showing up for, for events. That's a valid point because I feel like that kind of slacked off um, mm-hmm. with COVID. You know, they were doing so many Zoom calls obviously. and everything like that. You know, obviously during the actual pandemic portion of COVID, you know, nobody was really traveling all that terribly much. But it feels like post-COVID, there's certain guys that have really been hitting the road and just, you know, road warriors and everything like that. Um, mm-hmm. Mickey, Mickey Peg, I think, is one. I mean, my God, that guy, he's, he's I don't think he's first ever, one that came to mind. I don't think he sees home. You know, <laughs> I don't think I don't think he no, rarely sees I've home. Talked, I've talked to him about it and... and He's home, very minimal. I yeah. mean, he's 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 great. He's 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 ideal uh, example of of the road warrior that you're talking about because he's also got a, a newer brand that yeah. he's he's got to get out there. You know, it's not just like okay, here's my brand. You know, he knows it, he gets it. And my, Michael Herklotz, he Michael Herklotz is another one. I see him traveling all mm-hmm. over the place as well. Again, newer brand. He has to get his his name out there, and he has mm-hmm. to cement it. But then you have guys um, that have been around for a little while, and um, I'm not going to name names there just because, I mean, everybody knows who these are. But, like, you know, they've got their reps, they've got their sales team and everything, and they go out. And meanwhile, the, the, the primary, the manufacturer, stays back at home base. They don't really go out, and they're just expecting their sales reps to do it. And I, I think you're hitting an, in, an interesting point that – Man, these are the kind of days where it's an all hands on deck kind of situation, and even the top guy needs to get off, you know, the couch and and head out into the into the Maybe. world. Maybe uh, I mean you know even I'll give you another guy that I see traveling all over the place is uh, Terrence Riley. Mm-hmm. He is all over the place too. It's uh, it's great to see it, you know, because these guys get it. They know that there's a they're the face of the brand, and that's what they're selling. It's not just Okay, it's uh, Rocky Patel, or or, or it's it's see, All Saints, or that, that's, they're out there. That's what built Rocky Patel was him, oh, him moving and shaking and traveling and going everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's what built his brand. So I mean, yeah, I mean, Look, he still does a bit of it. I, he's yeah. calmed, it seems like he's calmed it down a bit, but I mean, niches everywhere. Yep, you know, he still travels and he still he still got. A, a good piece of the pie there too, but he's, he's traveling all the time. He's on the road. The Perdomo you know, crew, they get around yeah. a lot too. Yeah. So yeah. 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 They're everywhere. I mean, it's just, so I don't know. It's one of those things that I think, uh, this is not the, uh, the, the environment where anybody can sit back and rest on their laurels. I think that, you know, if you're a brand, yeah. 
even if you're a well-established brand, you know, you got to be thinking like, okay, how do I stay in people's faces? You know? Now there, there are a couple that could do that. We know. I mean, I feel, I feel like they can, I don't think they have the the need to go out anywhere. We know who those are. They're the giants, obviously, but Padron Fuente. Exactly. Those are the main two. They're going to sell no matter what. Right. Cause they're yes. But I will common. But I will say this. Padron Fuente, if I were them, and again, Ooh. this is me giving free unsolicited advice that they can completely ignore. Um, you know, I'd be sitting back and looking at my customer base and saying, okay, how do I get new cigar smokers onto my product and to the, to the same level of loyalty that I have my current guys? Because, you know, look, there are guys that all they're smoking is Fuentes. All they're smoking are Padrones. And they don't try anything else and more power to them. Those are brand loyal guys. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if I were one of those two brands, I'd be sitting back thinking, okay, that's great. I'm super happy that I have that. But how do I keep that cycle going through the generations? You know? Well, those, I mean, look at Padron. Maybe they don't need to do that only because their market is is a higher economic market because of those prices of their cigars. So it's a limited market, especially now. So going out and getting new smokers, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Well, they've know. got the thousand series. Yeah, I guess. And, and, sure. and, and, really, and look, and I know the thousand series aren't as good as, um, you know, the, the, the 26 yeah exactly the the year ones i was trying to think of what i want how i want to describe it but Mm -hmm. you know um but they're still really good cigars the thousand series sure sure i mean but are they gonna is that their bread and butter is that what they're you know but is that where they're making their their money are they gonna make money doing it that's the question maybe not well i'll tell you in a in an economic environment like this I would definitely be promoting the thousand series if I were promote uh, Padron oh, and of saying, saying, "Hey, you know, you guys, you, maybe you can't afford a twenty six, but have you tried the uh, Padron uh, five thousand? You know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this is the time to emphasize, you know, your your more affordable products. You know, like Davidoff, they've got the Zeno, and dude, the Zeno, it's like six seven bucks. It's a great cigar." For what it is. I mean, right. is it a Davidoff? Right. I mean, it technically is. But, like, is it the same quality as, like, you know, the $20, $30 Davidoffs? Maybe not. But it's a solid, solid good cigar for the price. You know? So maybe. But, but again, but he, but here's the thing. Like, you're looking at the way they market their brand. How do they want to be seen? Do they want to be seen as a budget cigar? Absolutely not. Well, they I mean. want to be seen as the top tier. So if that, you start pushing that budget cigar, people are going to go, oh, Davidoff, the new people. Davidoff's a budget a budget brand. Well. Like, uh, no, that's not what we want to do. And there's a reason why the Zeno has the Zeno name on it and not Davidoff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they can push the Zeno get people in and then as people you know get in on the Zeno they could be like hey you know if you really like the Zeno you ought to try the late hour or you ought to try the right. you know Churchill or something like that you know but yeah I don't know it's it's interesting now Padron they just straight up put their name on everything they're just like it's a Padron you know so <laughs> right. and more power right. to them you know they own it right so. but when you think of Padron do you think of do you think of those thousand uh, series do you think, or do you think of the anniversary twenty six, 
and, and, and et cetera. Like I think of the higher end stuff. I vision that brand as, as a higher end cigar brand, Davidoff higher end cigar brand, and they position themselves that way. So that's why I say, I don't think they would go out and push the smaller ones as heavy as 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 you would think they should. That's a funny. Well, you think they should? I don't think they should at all. That's a funny question because when when you ask that, yes, when I think of Padron, the Thousand Series comes to mind because I've smoked way more of the Thousand Series than I have mm-hmm. the what twenty six, the sixty four, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I've I've smoked way more of the Thousand Series than their their higher end stuff. Davidoff, on the other hand. When you when you hear the name Davidoff, I immediately think twenty five bucks on up, no matter what. Mm-hmm. I mean twenty five bucks on up. Even the little, mm-hmm. um, the little, uh, oh god, uh, uh, Primeros or whatever. The, yeah. the little, not cigarello, they're basically yeah. cigarellos. But you know the you get six of them in the tin. Um, even that tin mm-hmm. of six is thirty bucks. You know, so mm-hmm. I mean. You're looking at twenty five bucks on up, no matter what. If it's got a Davidoff name stamped on it, um, mm-hmm. whereas Padron, you know, no. I mean, you know, I've told the story about Hal, uh, the one um, um, customer over at the Hill Cigar Company before, and Hal, you know, God rest his soul. He, uh, I asked him one day, you know, we were talking about, you know, if you could only have one cigar for the rest of your life. And he named one of the, uh, I think it was a Padron 4000 as like mm-hmm. the one that he's like, I'd be fine with that for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. If that was the only cigar I could ever have for the rest of my life, that would be the one. He's like, it's 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 affordable. It's perfectly made. It draws perfect. It tastes good. He's like, I would go with that every time. You know, and it's like he could have he could have chosen the, the, you know, 64 or the 29 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and he went with one of the more affordable ones. So... I don't know. I yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's your experience with the brand. I mean, my experience with Padron has been more of the thousand series and less of the higher end stuff. Whereas Davidoff, it's you don't really have much of a choice. Yeah, I think it's a combination of the experience and what their brand goal is, what they want to put out to the market, what they want people to see them as. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that's look another guy that's out there all the time. And is the face of his own brand. His name is on it. Is Perdomo? Yep. You know, Nick Perdomo is everywhere. He's friendly. He's he's excited always about his own brand, and he's always pushing it. He is the brand. You're buying him, and his cigars are great. I mean, it's and I'll it's point, how they how these brand owners want to position themselves. And I'll that, point. That's, that's and I'll point out when I'm thinking about Perdomo's like catalog. Mm-hmm. Can you think of? I'm trying to think. Like maybe the 20th anniversary. I don't think he's got one that like MSRP is over like 15 bucks. Yeah, probably on average about 50. I don't know. I think he's got the 30th coming soon. Yeah, um, but like, but but what I'm saying is like even uh, even be. at the 20th, <clears throat> the 20th anniversary, which I think is kind of like you know one of his higher end ones and everything like that. Even those, um, I think I you know typically. They're like they're under fifteen, so I mean he doesn't really yeah. he doesn't really dive too far. I don't think he dives at all into the you know fifteen dollar plus realm for cigars. Not that I can think of offhand, but he does have you know the budgets smokes. He too, does. I was say he's got the fresco and 
you know, yeah, whatever Nick's, else. Uh, Nick Sticks, right? Nick Sticks. I think Nick Sticks still out. Yeah. And then I Lot, think so. Lot 23, I don't even think is that much of a budget stick. Um, but yeah, look, his stuff is good. And yeah, another part of that, 20. <clears throat> another part of that could be that he grows his own. So the company well, he owns a that, lot of tobacco. So that, that, vert- that vertical right integration is super important for these guys. Yeah. Sure. You're um, cutting your costs big time rather than outsourcing and buying from, you know, an AJ Fernandez and paying for the name on it. It's his name. You don't see him doing, you know, uh, Perdomo by AJ because he doesn't have to. Yeah. You know, he's got his own tobacco. He's got his own factories. He's got everything from seed to consumer, you know? Yep. Exactly. So, and it's, which is great. So, but yeah, I think that's, you know, it, in all with the economy, the way it is and PCA coming up, that, that's what I'm rounding back to. That's what I'm interested in seeing how this all shakes out and what's going to happen in the fall. How are the, when these cigars start coming out? Yeah. Um, are they going to come out? Like are, are retailers going to buy them? And, and look, they are, the, the, the retailers are going to go to PCA. They're going to buy them. I just hope they don't get hurt by overspending and then they're stuck with these cigars that nobody's gonna gonna buy from them in your lounge yeah well i would say a good retailer should be looking six to 12 months down the road you Mm -hmm. know do they think gas prices are going to go back down to two something dollars a gallon real i mean i hate to say it but realistically i i don't see that likely yeah i mean i don't see that likely in the next couple years so you know it's one of those things where if if things stay the way they are then um i certainly would not be buying heavy on expensive stuff i'd be you know maybe a couple boxes to have it on the shelf just so that in case somebody walks in that just got married, just had a divorce, just had a kid, right. you know, whatever, <laughs> and they want to, like, you know, celebrate, then uh, they've got something they can point to. But I wouldn't necessarily go all in and be like, I need 40 boxes of these $25 right. cigars, you know, unless you're unless you're Dave Garofalo. So, anyway. <laughs> so, speaking of cigars, how are you liking this one? I'm liking it. I am a little pet half uh past the halfway Same. point and uh dude i'll say the the leaf by oscar cigars have always been um one of my favorites after i discovered it and um they they always are so well constructed um the the burn on this it's it's humid as hell outside Same here. and so like i would fully have given this all sorts of leeway in terms of the burn based upon the humidity, you know, and everything, but I haven't had to touch this up. It's burning wonderfully. Um, the draw on it's been, been great flavor on. It's been really good. I same everything here. I mean, if I got hold it up, I don't know how that works. I'm not a YouTuber, so mm-hmm. I don't even know, but yeah, I mean like, wow, that's weird. how does it do that? Yeah. Anyway? Yeah. The whole, like you said, the construction on this thing is, fantastic and, and here it's it's the same we had that 100 plus you know oh. heat index today the heavy air we it's had the just, air quality warning is gross it was just no. heavy it has been heavy gross gross yeah mm-hmm. total swamp crotch weather swamp crotch interesting swamp crotch swamp crotch <laughs> not swamp ass i mean i guess swamp no. ass i mean i guess it starts at the crotch and moves its way to the ass but you know but you know. Um, 
But yeah, well, yeah. I was just about to fucking diagnose like where that. Are you starting at the? Is, are you know? starting at the butt and moving forward? it is friday so why don't we do the final third friday uh whiskey oh, no, uh, somebody else you know the, else gets a i was gonna say we're we're leading into the uh broccoli rob <laughs> segment talking about buttholes and um you know we're, <laughs> we're, uh, we're gonna go in and get a uh final third friday uh whiskey and cigar or, well liquor and cigar pairing from broccoli rob and isaiah out there at the final third cigar Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. So, hey guys, Rob here at Final Third Cigar. And I'm Isaiah. And today we're doing the Final Third pairing. We've got the Blackbird Crow and a Robusto size. And we're pairing that today with the Pax Virum Lithranax. It's uh, Mexican hot chocolate's what they call this. And I'm just going to read this off the can because it's absolutely amazing. Lutronax Imperial Oatmeal Stout variant inspired by Mexican hot chocolate brewed with cinnamon, cocoa nibs, Tahitian vanilla, ancho? Yeah, ancho, ancho chili, chili. Guajillo chili. Guajillo Mexican peppers and de arroz. <laughs> chili de arbol. Thank you. Peppers. Peppers. So see, I don't speak very well, but yeah. hey, this. So that's what we're pairing today. Uh, Pax Virum. They're out of Lapel, Indiana, which is about 10, 15 minutes from here. Yeah. Making fantastic beer. Absolutely. And this actually is a perfect pairing today. So from the cigar, you're getting a lot of. Uh, the prominent note here is peanut butter from the cigar. Absolutely. Uh, yes. I think there's some light baking spices in there. Um, in on the retro hail, there is pepper, but it's not spice. It's like the flavor of pepper. Yeah, you know, everyone says I like something when it's hot, but not so hot that I can't taste it. Yeah, and they like the flavor of the pepper, and that's what's there on the retro hail, along with a really dry peanut butter. Absolutely, and the the components of the chocolateiness and the peanut butter and the um, cayenne, pe- which again we're calling this cayenne pepper. Mainly because I can't distinguish those three peppers. They just, you know, they put on the can. Yeah. I'm sure if I knew those flavors better, it would probably be a little bit leaning towards one of those. But I'm getting the cayenne pepper. Um, the cool thing about it is, like you said, the cayenne is laying on the tongue, but it's not, like, over spicy. Yeah. Now, when you get in the second, third, that spice kicks up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, we're getting a lot of complexity from the cigar all the way through. Um, we're get, I'm getting an oatmeal component. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the snack cake. Yeah, the the nutty bars. Nutty bars. So you're getting that slight breadiness, um, the peanut butter, and, and the chocolate. And the chocolate is the chocolate is not like milk chocolate or anything like that. It, it is if it's chocolate, it is that waxy chocolate. Yeah, it's on those. Well, and it makes sense because I mean they use cacao nibs. Yeah, those are a little bit more of that bitter dark type chocolate. Absolutely. So, but. You know, again, a great beer, Imperial style. What'd you say? It's sitting at eight, eight point, eight point two, eight point two. Um, but it's a great pairing. The um, the thing I love about this cigar is because that peanut component you get in this cigar when you're smoking it, it's a creamy peanut. Yeah, it just reminds you of peanut butter. Mm. Again, it does not taste like peanut butter. That's the reminder of what we're getting in the flavor. Yeah. Um, but super fantastic. The wrapper on this is a San Andreas Mexican wrapper. You got the binder, which is the Dominican binder, and the fillers are made up of this amazing concoction of Corojo, Criollo 98, 
um, Nicaragua, Habano, and, and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Yeah. And um, it's a extremely well blended cigar. Oh, and so complex too. Now it is a stronger cigar. So you're looking at that medium full to full range on this yeah. cigar. Um, but paired with this, you know, higher or higher ABV beer, absolutely Stellar. perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. You know, and as you get through the retro hills, what were you getting? So I'm getting a little bit more on the graham cracker side. Uh, and as I've been drinking this beer, it's coming together with a lot more baking spices. So yeah. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of like peanut butter pie with chocolate on it. But Robert even mentioned like a, a candied yam uh, casserole or, or something yeah. like that with the marshmallows on top. Marshmallow and, and maybe like a little bit of cayenne pepper on top. Yeah. Yeah. And the cool thing is like when you t- when I just took a sip there. And you let that let the the beer kind of roll off your tongue. On the sides of the tongue, it's like all chocolatey, all those cacao nibs. On the the top of your tongue, it's the cayenne pepper just laying yeah. there resting. Yeah, um, just an absolute beautiful pairing. Yeah, and it's it's very consistent throughout. Um, I'm not getting a ton of transitions. There are there are transitions there. Yeah, but they're subtle enough to where you're probably going to get them throughout. Mm-hmm. But again. An amazing pairing. The one, the other thing about this cigar and this pairing is just like last week, it, it makes your mouth water. Oh yeah, and um, just an absolute perfect uh, pairing between the two. Absolutely. So, well, thanks for joining us on this final third Friday. I'm Isaiah, and I'm Rob at Final Third Cigar, and you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. Go to the website finalthirdcigar.com, and you can. Um, click at the top where the YouTube channel is, and you can follow along with our, our full-length videos. Yeah, and I'm Isaiah. You can find me at the Whiskey Pastor on Instagram. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys, and cheers. Cheers. Well, all right, that was great. And uh, now th- those those guys are getting ready. Um, you know, I know it's super late notice for everybody. Um, but, uh, this episode is dropping on Friday, the 17th tomorrow, Saturday, the 18th, June 18th. Um, Rob is going to be hosting the local chamber of commerce at noon, and they're going to be doing a ribbon cutting to commemorate the opening of his cigar. Um, it's the, uh, the, the, you know, patio portion that he expanded on and added onto the outside. And guys, if you're not following final third cigar and whiskey lounge on the socials, you're missing out because you've not seen the pictures, but this thing looks amazing. And I know that Rob has designed it in such a way that it's going to be available for probably about nine months out of the year. Um, during the absolute coldest time frame of the year, you're not going to be able to use it, but It's going to be super nice outdoor smoking area, and he's going to have uh, the Chamber of Commerce there for the ribbon cutting on Saturday. They're going to have live music going uh, throughout the day. Um, I know he said there's going to be food and drinks and everything else, so, you know, it's just going to be a party out there in Ingalls, Indiana, and uh, if you're in the area or even if you're not in the area but you're maybe like a short drive away, you know, consider swinging by the uh, Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge and celebrating with Rob and Lisa on Saturday. Yeah, that that looks amazing. They got it up quick. They did. And it looks like they did an awesome job with it. Uh, like you said, Rob designed it. I saw the setup they had. It's nice. It's it's. I'm, I'm happy for him because having that, again, 
it's extra space. It's a differentiator. Oh, it's a spot. Dude, and look, he's gonna he's gonna figure out a way to make it more than nine months. Uh, I, I, I'm almost positive he'll try to do that. Realistically, so having been out to his place, um, I haven't seen the Cigarden yet, so I can't say. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just basing this entirely off photographs. It looks like he's pretty much doubled his seating space at that yeah. facility at his facility with that with that garden. And then, you know, the other thing is he's on a thoroughfare that a lot of people drive along, but prior to the construction of the garden, you know, I'm just going to say it, Rob, you know, you were a white building on the side of the road that had a sign and, you know, whatever else. Now, he's got this outdoor patio thing that when you're driving by, and you see people sitting out there smoking and drinking and having a good time. You might be like, hey, what's that place? And you might quickly turn mm-hmm. right into the parking lot and check it out. You know, it's it's an eye-catching kind of thing. And I know that's why he put it on the side of the building instead of the back of the building is so that people, when they're driving by, they can see it and be like, hey, what is that? And, you know, mm-hmm. swing on by. So, no, I think it's uh, I think it's a really great addition for his lounge. And, I mean... You know, for a guy who just opened in March, I mean, he's just crushing it out there in Indiana. You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think so. I mean, you'd think he'd be open for, you know, a couple of years at least, the way the place looks. I mean, you saw it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, my plan is to get out there this year. I'm actually looking at potentially October Yeah, uh, to head out there. He's um, got... I think it's a four-hour drive, five-hour drive. And he's got so many people that have swung through already. He's got more on the yeah. way. I mean, June 25th, I think uh, Luis Cuevas from Casa Cuevas is going to be doing an Very event cool. at his place. So, I mean, like, nice. you know, that that's what? A week from a week from this episode, give or mm-hmm. take? So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, you know, he's got all kinds of folks swinging out. Um, you know, so, I mean, he's definitely – look, I'll say this. If, if for whatever reason, and I don't wish this on him, but if for whatever oh. reason this doesn't work out for him – it is not for lack of effort and and oh, God, no. uh, try on his part. I mean, and it, style. Just, and, oh, dude, hard work. Oh my God, it's super- everything that looked the pictures. Everything looks amazing. Uh huh. Um, it, it just looks awesome. The whole thing looks awesome. Um, I'm excited. I'm happy for him. I'm super happy for him because I know we've known Rob for a few years, and, and he's talked about it, you know, uh, for a while, you know, and then. The man ripped the Band-Aid off and just went for it, and he uh, did. which is great, which is great. And Lisa right behind him, backing him up, which is even better. And yeah. you know he went from a cigar tent to uh, now he's a cigar. <laughs> I know, right? You know? Good well, for him. He had the little patio on the back of his house that mm-hmm. he called the cigar, but he's definitely upgraded, you know, from his home cigar to, uh, to the lounge cigar there. So good yeah, for that's him. That's awesome. So. Can't wait to see him. So see it. So uh, get this out of here. So let me ask you a question then. So since we're talking about, you know, uh, the state of the finances in the world and how it maybe impacts uh, cigar lounges and, you know, Mm -hmm. impacts manufacturers through retailer purchasing and all this and everything. How have you noticed any sort of a of a hit or any sort of a financial impact from, you know, the the state of the world on uh, either my monthly cigars or fucking good coffee? Honestly, no. Um, thank God, knock on wood. Luckily, everything you know is still growing every every single month. Uh, 
numbers are better. The numbers are growing. Um, sales are always uh, up. Um, even if they're up a tiny bit, they're up and that's good. Um, it's better than going down. Definitely. But uh, I, I think it's a different position of the cigar industry to be in. Uh, whereas, you know, now clubs may benefit from these overstocks of cigars that may end up happening, um, coming out. And, and, you know, maybe we get, I don't want to say, we, you know, think that far ahead, but maybe we get some better deals and members benefit from it, you know, because yeah. we're seeing, what I am seeing is, is, is a lot more, uh, which I think retailers are seeing as well is a lot more things coming back in stock and they're coming back quicker when they do run out, you know, whereas it was probably, you know, three to six months of a wait. Now we're seeing, oh. I'm seeing 30 days out. Dude, that was, that, something. Was, that was something Dan told me that one of the, one of the, reps in the area told him which is uh you'll know the cigar boom is over when you get your whole order oh yeah everybody's you know i mean it's, it's crazy it's, and that's what yeah. we're seeing um you know there's still some stuff that what i am noticing is, is very interesting actually um there's a big demand for the um oh god the 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 drew estate um why am i drawing a blank uh, the like the cafe con leches. Oh, the like uh, um, tobacco special. Like fla- yeah, yeah. And, like there's uh, a big push for like kind of that flavored aspect of it. Interesting. I think people are afraid. They're trying to stop. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I've seen a a huge boom of it, and you know we've had back orders of it. And as soon as it comes in, I've got lists of people. You know, everybody's been awesome and understanding when they place the order that, you know what? Okay. I, I want, they want them. So they're willing to wait, you know, the 30 days. I mean, sometimes it's been 45 days that uh, they're on that list, but as soon as we get them, the email goes out. It's like, Hey, we're, we're, we're sending them out you know, right away. So yes, yeah, so I've seen a lot of that this year. Um, and I, I equate that to, uh, you know, these flavor bands that, that was, are popping up everywhere. Just about to say, you've got the FDA making noise about banning flavored mm-hmm. tobacco. You know, you've got a lot of local municipalities talking about it and everything. So, no, that makes a mm-hmm. lot of sense that, you know, people would be stocking up and looking for ways mm-hmm. to uh, to to get their hands on that stuff before it goes away. Sure. And luckily, luckily, you know, position I'm in as being a club is, you know, I'm not a brick and mortar retailer where I need to stock up and have, you know, cigars, all those cigars on hand. It's a, you know, a month to month sort of deal where it's like, okay, I I can order what I need. You know, it's not, I don't have to have a hundred boxes on hand of an individual cigar at all times, just in case, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, that that's for the club aspect of it, which is, which is nice. So, you know, they, that's the long winded answer, but no, I haven't seen anything, um, you know, any dips or drops or anything, nothing like, you know, the, uh, Dogecoin market and, and the stock market. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I down to four cents the other day, man. I oh, know I know. I know. Picked up 75,000. I just, you know? <laughs> uh, God, I mean, Same. I actually, I swear. So, I still have my initial $200 into that, that I had put in when it was 55 cents. So I own about 20. it's like eight bucks. I, I own like, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. A little, little under $20 worth of Dogecoin mm-hmm. at this point. But, um, uh, 
Jeff actually said to me the other day, he goes, you know, now that it's down to like five cents, you ought to buy into it a whole bunch and maybe get your uh, average down so that if it goes back up, you know, it'll be easier for you to bail out. And I'm like, I am not sinking another red cent into, you know, that stuff. It's like, no, I'm done. It's like I jumped off the ledge with you before. Thankfully, it was only 200 bucks. But I am, I am like, I mean, dude, I don't know how much he's in on it. But it sounds like it's more than 200. Definitely in on it more than 200. And it's not just mm-hmm. Doge, it's Bitcoin. I mean, he keeps telling me, he's like, even my Apple is down. I'm like, yes, because it's a bad market right now. Oh, it's like, it's a, you, a, it's a bear market. Yeah, it's right like, now. I you, mean, everything's down, dude. It's like, you cannot mm-hmm. be stressing about it at this point. You're just going to have to, like, and at this point, you don't have the luxury of getting out before it goes down. So at this point, your only real option is either get out and take the loss or let it ride and hope that maybe mm-hmm. one day down the road you might see some of your money again. And mm-hmm. um, But Jeff is not the best with money, and so <laughs> um, he's he's stressing a little bit with it. And, I mean, but yeah, it's uh, it's funny to watch, but. No, but right now, I mean, right now at this point, it's gone. That 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 those investment is gone. It, it, if you look at it as it's gone, don't look at it in three months. See where you're at, you know. And maybe and, it'll be down to one cent. And that's <laughs> the thing. Like I can't tell you the last time I logged into my Robinhood account. I mean, it's just mm. you know, it is what it is at this point. I've chalked it up to a loss. If if it comes back and I get half of my money back, you know what? If that's going to be a big win for me at the mm. time. It is what it is, but no. Bitcoin's down to what twenty one thousand. Yeah, I saw it earlier. It's just, cra- it's just crazy. A report not too long ago that said that like only a very small handful of people actually have like the bulk of the Bitcoin, and that that's like super concerning when you think about it. That like it's like less than a mm. hundred people have like the majority of the Bitcoin. Mm. So you know, yeah. It's really interesting when you stop and think about it, but um, I don't know. I would think that these tough economic times, you know, would actually be kind of a benefit to a club like yours that, um, you know, that it would, it's a nice affordable box. You know, it's a nice presentation. You get the, you know, four cigars for 30 bucks and everything like that. But then you know, looking at this card, looking at the four cigars that you have in this month, I mean, yeah, the MSRP guarantee makes makes a, a big deal. Totally, you know, I think it's like forty one bucks this month. Something about uh, thirty. Yeah, you're like right around forty one bucks, forty one, forty two dollars. Yeah. And the thing about it though is, all four of these cigars generally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have any shops near me that carry Victor Sinclair, but generally. You can find shops that carry these cigars. And mm-hmm. um, so it's one of those things where not only, you know, is somebody getting a good deal on purchasing your box, but then also, you know, if they like one, like, for example, I mean, I'm really digging this Leaf by Oscar Corojo tonight. That's um, really good. You know, I, I can think of at least three or four different places I can go tomorrow and pick up more of them if I want to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I think that's really nice because, you know, I, I, I've i seen a lot of these clubs that have skewed so heavily to the, 
the rare and the hard to find and the limited edition kind of stuff. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I know you and I have talked about it before. It's like, you know, that's all fine and good for the cigar geeks that want to like try that rare and hard to find thing, you know, Mm -hmm. if they do actually smoke it or are they just sticking in the humidor and saying, I have this, you know, the collector mentality, but you know, but it's all fine and good to do that. But what happens if you smoke it and you just love it and then you can Mm -hmm. never get it again? You know, yeah, that sucks. Look, there's a market for it. You know, I get it. You know, you say cigar geeks, it's people that want to try that rare stuff. It's a specific part of the market, which is great. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm with you in that, you know, I want to have something again. You know, for me, it's a one time deal. You know, if you have that limited, it's never going to be made again. I want to buy my cigars to smoke them. So if I smoke that and I like it, I can't get it again. I want something I can continue to enjoy and get some more value out of. You know, it's not like a baseball card or some investment where I purchase it. It's a limited edition autograph, let's say, right? I keep that and then I can turn around and I can get something out of it by reselling it. It's worth something else. But if I smoke the cigar, what's it worth now? It's nothing. It's ashes. Yep. Um, but again, I'm not knocking it by any means. Like I think, I think they're awesome. They do make some great products uh, in the limited editions. I'm a fan of them as well. I just, for the idea of MMC is not to do that. It's to educate people. It's to get more people interested in cigars. Uh, let them know what's out there, whether you're developing your palate or you're trying to find a new brand or you find a stick that you like, you know, a cigar you really like that you can continuously repurchase over and over because again what that does is it's that domino effect it helps the industry in multiple different aspects member has a cigar they like they can go and get it at their lounge or they can make the lounge aware of it you know and then they can become aware of it and order it they can sell it now and then the manufacturer benefits so it's just a consistent i know i keep using the word domino uh, phrase domino effect but it really is it just trickles on down the line to benefit everybody there's no benefit and especially now excuse me I think it's going to be even harder to sell a limited edition or a rare. Um, This isn't a time that people are really looking for that. You know, we just talked about it earlier. They want to go lower, you know, they want to go budget. They don't, or, or less expensive. They don't want to go higher. I'm not going to spend $25 when I've been spending 10 to 15, you know, in this kind of market. I don't, it's not, I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm saying it's going to be a lot tougher to do. And I think you're going to see less of them um, coming up. Well, and like the example I come to, and I'm so happy that they've continued it as like a semi-annual release is the, the Yagua from JC Newman. You know, that came out initially. And when it first came out, at least all the, the, news and whatnot i was hearing was hey this is this is it this is what it is and it sold Mm -hmm. so quickly and i was buying them up as i could you know at the time and i smoked through them and i was just like man i love these things but you know enjoy them while you can and then oh there's gonna be another round of them and my god the second round of them sold even quicker than the first round and then there was the second round in 2021 and i was like okay they're starting to get their feet under and then now we've had the first round of 2022 to where you know i think they saw that this was something popular something they could bring out maybe once or twice a year and you know that would sell I think that's a good Mm -hmm. way of doing it. I think putting out a limited edition, you know, thing that comes out one time, 
it's never seen again. You know, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things where it, it, I think ultimately there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong wrong with it, but like I could see where it can also be a bit of a hindrance depending upon, you know, what your end goal is, you know? So, well, most of these come out there one shot one time so that it's also a brand awareness marketing thing as well. You know, the cigar is good. The tobacco is excellent. You know, everything about it is, is worth the price and then it's gone, but it also is creating awareness for the brand's other, um, other blends that they have, you know, better hope that those other blends are as good as that limited edition blend. Are they going to be, who knows, but maybe they're more affordable and maybe that offsets it. Exactly. So, um, and I, want to give a shout out to a listener. Um, I can't remember. I, I apologize. Can't remember his name. Save my life. Uh, contacted me and I had made a comment about the Yag. Was it Yagua? Yagua. Yagua. Yeah. Yagua. Uh, made a comment about, it, I think in the parishioners group and reached out to me and I missed his message for a couple of days. I said, he's like, Oh, let me send you something. I said, no, nah, you don't have to do that. He goes, no, I already sent it. I shipped it out yesterday. Oh, shit. Sent before, sent before Yagua's, um, 20, I think the 2020 and 2021, two of each. Okay. Um, which I'm, Greatly appreciative of this sitting in the humidor, getting some rest. Haven't had them yet, and I apologize for not remembering the name. But you, it's somebody up in the New England area that wants to meet up with us. Uh, Seth, when we go. Th- was it uh, maybe? Was it Seth? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, it is Seth. Know. Thank you. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I'm just throwing out people that, that I know are in the New England. Yeah, Christian <laughs> is up in the New England area. It's not Christian. Okay. No. So right. regardless, well, whatever. Of anyway, us when we're at uh, when we're at the two guys party, yeah, uh, the anniversary party. So that'll be good. So, but I appreciate. It. Thank you for sending those, and I will definitely contact you once I have them. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to try them. So. Sounds good. Well, excellent. Yeah. Well, final thoughts on the uh, Oscar Valadares, the Leaf by Oscar Corojo here. It wouldn't be in uh, MFC box if it wasn't any good. That's for sure. <laughs> Dude, it's smoking like a champ. I mean, I'm down to the final mm-hmm. third of it. And the smoke production on this thing is great. I don't know if, um, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm blown away by how this thing is smoking. Given the high humidity outside right now, I really would have thought that it would be smoking kind of wet. And uh, it is not. I mean, it's, it's smoking wonderfully. The yep. draw on it's perfect. The burn line on it's really great um flavor on it the the spice level in the final third here is definitely picked up on the actual smoking experience i'm really afraid to do a last retro hail because i know that it's going to kick my ass um <laughs> you know so it's one of those things i mean like i yeah i'm having this is one of those ones where every once in a while you have a cigar and you might have the same cigar every single day the exact same cigar every single day but there's that time that that moment where the environment comes together the cigar was treated properly you know whatever and it's smoking so wonderfully that you just don't even want it to end you know that you get that that it's the time when i'm like man i really wish i had like a little cigar pick or something like that to to, (laughs) you know stick it and get every last little do that again what what happened you know stick it you know every every last little bit out of the cigar because um you know, this thing is just smoking wonderfully. Yeah, maybe I'll screenshot that. 
this time. <laughs> Do that. You have to make but, a gif. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get any pictures of my wang out of this episode. Nah, no cash and prizes here. Did you even? Um, let me ask. I got to ask. Did you know okay. that that was in the picture, no. or did you just take the pictures no. of the pillow hitting the camera and falling? And I you- saw. I was like, is the camera. He hit the camera. It's gone down. Then I wanted to give like you know the whole thing. The second part of it going down. Yeah. And it was just. It was. Just, I was laughing. It was funny. I did not notice it until someone commented. Oh, dude, the comments on that and post like immediately oh, lit up, talking about how yeah. you posted a and picture of Jeff's penis. I don't penis. have that sick of a mind. <laughs> yeah, apparently I'm not as sick as the parishioners, but I thought I was. But uh, that's when I was like, I even texted Jeff. I'm like, I had no clue I was posting a picture of you, John. I apologize. I fixed it. And that's when I put the black he tried, box on He it. tried calling you. He called me and he goes, why did, he did your, he call me? He's like he tried call, he, he called me and he goes, "Why did your vase put a picture of my dick up on Facebook?" And I'm like, "Dude, I don't know, but it was the first thing I noticed when I saw the post." Please, <laughs> I went back and saw the comments, and he's all proud. Oh yeah, chest, so like, yeah. He shouldn't. Have been, he shouldn't have been proud. It was. It was, <laughs> it was not. Not a picture yeah. she should have been proud of. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry to all the kids out there that saw it, the original. <laughs> but hey, listen, maybe I'll make an NFT out of the original. There should not. There you go. <laughs> there should not be any kids in the parishioners group. There should That's not what be. I'm saying. You'll be arrested. Um, yeah, yeah so, exactly. It's, yeah. A, it's a whole problem. That was funny. Well, speaking but of social, no, well, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say no. But my, my, on the cigar itself, I just want to say too. You're talking about you know. Construction wise, I haven't touched it up once since we've been sitting here about yeah. halfway through. I've been getting this constant breeze. You can see, the yeah, shade I noticed the shade too. behind you, and I'm jealous as hell because it is just oh, it's nice, it is gnarly still here. And I mean, yeah. it's just it's horrifically still here. And I would kill yeah. for even just a slight breeze through here, but no, I'm not mm-hmm. getting anything. Um, yeah, and you, you know, throughout the, the if you're watching, you can see the smoke just going to my left. Uh, constantly, and this thing has not budged construction-wise at all. It didn't waver one bit. So, you know, Oscar's. Uh, this is this is an awesome product, and it's affordable too. You it know, is it's not a crazy expensive cigar, even in a lounge. You know, yeah. Um, I mean, my local lounge has all of them. I go in there, and I've had all of them in there. It's they're, they're all great. And the Sumatra smoke. one is really good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's actually probably my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Corojo in general, but this match was pretty solid. For sure. Well, speaking of the socials, we're available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners group, and you're going to want to be in on that group so that you can vote on your pick for the best uh, phone call of the week. Um through the month of June. And then at the end of the month, that's when we're going to put up the poll for the best uh, call of the month. So right now I know Nicholas uh, got a buy that first week of the month. And then um, we have the uh, current vote going on right now. And there is a, a, a call that is very much in the lead, but you know, I mean, the, the, poll does go until end of day Saturday. So I guess, yeah. you know, if people want to get in there and, and, uh, you know, vote against it or vote for another one, you know, it can definitely shift at any moment. Um, so get in there and take part in that. It's a fun group just in general. And then we're on Twitter where we don't really do much of anything. And I'm still waiting on Elon Musk to uh, finalize that purchase. And 
we're on YouTube. It's not happening. You, th- you don't think? Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not convinced. So. I'm not convinced. Um, it doesn't seem like it, which is really unfortunate because I do. I, I did really. In, I just brought up YouTube, and we're on YouTube, obviously. You know where you can watch this, but still, you know, for right now, and it's one of mm-hmm. those things where it would have been nice for Twitter to at least have been the one social media platform that we could have continued to use if. Uh, you know, Zuckerberg and everybody else and Google, you know, cracked down hard on the cigars. I mean, I was just talking to Dan the other day, you know, my Instagram interaction is just in the toilet. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm down significantly on the, uh, uh, when you look at the insights, the percentage of, uh, profiles I'm reaching and interactions and everything like that. And I'm doing literally nothing different. Um, Mm -hmm. so they've definitely, definitely throttled back on the cigar content. Um, you know, and, and you can't tell me otherwise, because the last 90 days, I mean, it's just been gross, but, um, anyway, so we're on YouTube, blah, 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 blah. And, oh yeah, ask the boys, we need your calls, um, for the, uh, ask the boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. And that's how you can call and, uh, express your questions, thoughts, whatever's on your mind and get in on the, uh, the contest for this month. Yeah, and call up and, you know, come up with your backstories on why Nick was at that hotel with that random guy. Doing coke, not Nick. The guy was doing coke. I was gonna say, I was, I was, card. I was not doing coke. And for no, the record, you. I want to point this out before anybody comes out with really elaborate stories. <laughs> we were sitting outside, out front at the fire pit because I was having cigars, and this guy was just—he happened to be sitting there. He was a traveling sales rep, and he happened to be sitting there with ah. another guy and everything else. But you know, for the record, it wasn't like in anybody's room. It wasn't like, you know, whatever it was outside in full mm-hmm. public view. So, which, oh, is, which to be honest, public display. which is to be honest, is kind of why the whole cocaine thing was so bizarre to me. It's like <laughs> this dude, like right on the edge of the fire pits, just like pouring yeah. out the line on his debit card and just doing it like right there. I'm like, holy shit. But anyway, whatever. So I'll come up with those stories. That'll be fun. And then where does everybody follow you? My monthly cigars everywhere, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I am on Twitter, but it's just basically everything that's on Instagram automatically goes there. Uh, I'm not very active on it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working. You and I have talked about this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've got something in the works now that uh, I think would be pretty beneficial for the industry as a whole. And it ties in with all this, you know, social media throttling, et cetera. Um, you know, you're getting booted off YouTube. You're getting booted off of Facebook. People don't know where to find you. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm working on a solution for that for everybody to bring everybody, uh, the whole industry uh, uh, together into it. Um, so uh, it's still in the works. Uh, some kinks to iron out and some things to develop. But uh, I really like the, the whole concept of it. And uh, I'm, I want to make sure it's, it's done right when it comes out. So keep an eye out. Could be a month, could be six months. But I'm, uh, it's something I definitely want to put out there because I think it's going to be beneficial for everybody. Yeah. And then also find me at uh, Fucking Good Coffee. Go get uh, some Daily Press. Go get some Lounge Coffee. Um, and there's plenty of other blends too. So. And for Father's Day, Father's Day is coming up. We do uh, e-gift cards. You know, I know you got that, one recent previously. And, I, I have. Uh, and that, to get. Actually, I mean, yeah, for those of you who are looking for a, 
at this point, last minute Father's Day gift because, mm-hmm. you know, it's Friday. Guys, remember, Sunday is Father's Day. Um, you know, you can get the uh, the e-gift cards to MMC mm-hmm. um, and it's and, super- and- and fucking good so yeah, yeah get a go. fucking Father's Day gift card. You know? <laughs> get, a, get a fucking Father's Day gift. I like. There you it. go. <laughs> yeah, here nice you go. And easy. It's it's simple. Yeah, here you, you can do it Sunday morning. Here you go, Dad. It's yeah, your absolutely. fucking Father's Day gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Happy fucking Father's Day. <laughs> Happy fucking Father's Day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my God. Well, so, well, perfect. That works. Well, Nick. Nice. It's always a pleasure. We actually talked about cigar stuff this time. (laughs) We really went into a whole cigar podcast. I'm going to say we we actually did a cigar podcast. We didn't talk about anything else. Have you? Think we know why? I think we know why. Well, yeah, I would say it's just us. Just the two of us. Yeah. (laughs) Well, real quick before we let you go, um, TV shows. Have you watched anything good lately? Uh, I have. Yes. Uh, Let me rattle them off real quick. I watched. Everybody, uh, likes, just everybody likes everybody likes these, you know. So I have to. Yeah, we got to get them in there. Yeah. Uh, I just finished watching uh, Candy, the Jessica Biel. I uh, saw that on, on Hulu. Hulu. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw mm-hmm. that it was on it was there. Good, very good. Um, I did see the Norm Macdonald special. Uh, yeah. that was good and uh, sort of a bummer at the same time. Uh, I'm halfway through the Carlin documentary. First half was uh, amazing. Uh, the, the the footage they have of this guy. What is that and on? The way he created himself. HBO. Okay. Um, it's two parts, and I mean the footage they have of Carlin and the way they go from his progression and how he turned into what he became. Uh, it, it it's unbelievable. I, I never knew he was a real a straight man uh, on all these variety shows, suited up and all that stuff. It was it was crazy, and he hated every second of it. Uh, but he did it because you know you wanted to make it, and, and back then that's what you did was variety shows. Um, it's him and Pryor. It's him and a, him and everyone else. It's, it's unbelievable the, the footage they have. I so, didn't realize well that done. was even out. So no, I'm going to have to look for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and then I watched Uncle Rick's uh, recent special, <laughs> and I saw his, and it was good. Um, and and uh, yeah, that's pretty much. It that I could think of. What I, about you? I've been slowly making my way through the new season of Stranger Things. Um, yeah, I quit that in the first season. You know, the fourth season, it's been good, but the the time jump because of COVID with their filming just really fucked yeah, with you're me. You're saying that, like, dude, yeah. these kids, like, at least two of these kids don't even look the same. And <laughs> I saw an article today where it listed off the the ages of the actors. And mm-hmm. um, do you remember Steve, the guy with the the boyfriend with the hair? Yes. You know what I mean? Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's 30 years old. <laughs> and he's playing a guy who's a year out of high school. And like Will Byers, the kid who got sucked into the whatever, he's 17. The Finn Wolfhard kid, um, you know, he's 19. You know, so it's like these kids are playing like freshmen in high school. Yeah, and that's not uncommon though. Like, no, they, but I mean, it, back no, in the day, nine hundred two and zero was the same thing. I like, the get it? But like, I think because we saw them at a young mm. age and we saw them grow up and everything, it's more jarring to see them now at ages that realistically some of them should be graduating high school or even starting college. And they're like being right. portrayed as freshmen in high school. It's, it's just, it's jarring. Yeah. So 
I think um, they do it for um, legal reasons too, because you can't have kids, uh, minors working so long, so many long hours. Yeah, and you get a twenty-year-old that looks twelve. Precisely, you know they they can work. You work them to the bone. So yeah, yeah. but um, but I've been watching that, and then I'm really looking forward to. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the show, but it's a new show coming to FX. And it's got Jeff Bridges and uh, John Lithgow. Oh, dude, it looks awesome! Like okay. Jeff Bridges, I don't know what the de- I don't know if he's like former like special ops or some sort of like CIA thing or something. But like basically, John Lithgow is, from what I can tell in the trailer, it looks like John Lithgow is in charge of like some sort of like government unit that's coming after Jeff Bridges and Jeff Bridges is having to like get away from him and do all this like badass born identity kind of shit and whatever. And like, and I love okay. Jeff Bridges. So like, you know, if you're giving me that kind of thing, I'll totally watch it. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I, Did you watch I, the offer? Not yet. It's on my list yeah, on H on uh, list. Uh, Paramount, but I have not watched it yet. So I also, Put that documentary that you guys talked about the other day on my list. The Star Rock Killer one? Yeah. Yeah. Jeff actually borrowed my HBO Max password because, you know, heaven forbid he (laughs) have his own. And, um, you know, he's watched two of the episodes. It's three episodes. Um, Each one's Mm -hmm. an hour long. And what's really interesting is it's the the guy doing the documentary uh, from what Jeff tells me. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I plan on it. Um, the guy doing the documentary is actually the son of the prosecutor who prosecuted, oh. you know, the kill, the starved rock killer. And, um, I'm not going to say anymore, but, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it, but from what Jeff told me, it's, it's sounds really interesting. So cool. Yeah. No, it's no. on my list, but well, cool. Nice. Well, all right. So we've all got right, our man. TV stuff out of the way. So, all right. Yeah. Well. You're welcome. Everybody. Sorry <laughs> about that. It took so long. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, very cool. Well, Nick, always a pleasure chatting with you. I will let you uh, get on with your evening. Evening. It's almost Thursday. True. <laughs> That's right. You got the For whole me. That's time time difference good. thing. You know, whatever. So all good. All there good, go. man. Very cool. Appreciate it. Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the cigar pulpit. I'm Nick. And I'm Nick from My Monthly Cigars, which we did not do my ad, so it doesn't matter because I'm here. We t- well, <laughs> we, oh, you're right. Well, we, we did kind of talk no, no, about. No, no, no. We did. All right. Well, every, stay Play safe and stay smoky, everybody. <laughs>